yeah, that's the the mom brain needs to shut off for a little bit. Jen's worried about creating the next Tinder swindler. <laughs> the and the next Anna Delvey. That'll be me. <laughs> that that'll be my luck. <laughs> well, they'll be well dressed for sure. <laughs> that's true. I mean, in prison, but well dressed. Which I mean, I guess what what more could you ask for? <laughs> oh gosh. Welcome dog moms and dads to our show where we discuss the everyday joys and challenges of pet parenting. I'm your host, Jen. And I'm Ashley. And this is a dog mom podcast presented by Zippy Paws. Woo! Did you, uh, did you have to read off the script? Yeah, I did have so to long? read. It's been, it's been a month. How many months? Has it been a year? Almost. Yeah. And so... we're still at home. <laughs> We're still at home. I'm never going back to the office. <laughs> it, it's it's been nice, you know. Um, th- some things have changed. Oh, I mean, yeah. Like I feel like we have a lot of stuff to talk about. We definitely think, have uh, a lot to talk about. Yeah. I think I know the main reason for our hiatus, and I feel like all <laughs> of our followers and all of our listeners can clearly tell that you got a new space to film in. Right? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That's yes, it, right? that's it. That's it. So this is my office. Um, previously, I was like filming in the uh, uh, in the spare bedroom, but that's no longer available for filming. Yeah, I heard you got evicted. And uh, <laughs> would you like to tell us why for all of those that don't follow you on social media? Well, I got two new roommates. Um, their names are Roman and August. And... They live in that bedroom now, so it's a nursery. <laughs> I had twins. Yay! We're, we're glad you're back. Yeah, I think we didn't really plan on being away for so long, but then I got pregnant and I couldn't really get myself to do anything other than, you know, the bare minimum. <laughs> and I, mean, I, got, I, I, I got big really fast, so at some point I was just like a bowling ball with legs. <laughs> I feel like your definition of big is, uh, you're a little harsh on yourself. I think you, you looked great through your entire pregnancy. I thought I saw you through most of it and I think you looked phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, for having twins, I think it was pretty good. I mean, I did gain 60 pounds. Um, so it was a lot. Um, my, everything was swollen. My legs were swollen. My ankles were swollen. Um, but you know, I feel much, much better now, now, now that they've evicted from my belly and now they're in, (laughs) I feel so much better, so much lighter. And, um, they're, I think they're 11 weeks, um, today. So, um, they were born New Year's Eve. Um, so that's what we're going to be doing for all New Year's Eves in the foreseeable future. We can't go out with (laughs) friends. We're going to spend them with our babies. I mean, that's the, that's the best way to ring in the New Year, I would say. Yeah. We had, um, we have a photo of, uh, of my husband and I, uh, cheersing with a little bit of Gatorade because that's all we had (laughs) at the hospital. So we, we counted down with the clock and, uh, you know, had a little bit of 
orange Gatorade. So I think that we're going to make that into our family <laughs> tradition from now on is、uh, cheersing with a little bit of Gatorade. And then, and then more champagne for mom and dad. <laughs> I was going to say, you can just make the champagne. That's、orange. true. Nobody needs、mm-hmm. to know. Yeah,、Nobody、it was. Just, I love the photo because、um, we just look so, so tired.、Um, they were born at 2 p.m., so it's almost 12 hours、um, after they were born, and we were just like exhausted. We didn't know anything. <laughs> we just learned how to change a diaper and everything. And oh man, we wanted to sleep so bad, but we're like, we gotta stay up till the new year, you know? <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I feel like you're gonna have to kind of. Of walk everybody through. I mean, not, you don't have to go into you know, grave detail. I don't, I don't want to put you on that spot, but <laughs> I feel like everybody's going to want to know who's listening, you know, when did you find out? When did you find out you're having twins? When did you find out they were identical twins? You know,、uh-huh. kind of, I feel、uh-huh. like walk, walk everyone through what, what that looked like. I, I feel, Really spoiled because I was, you know, you I was so excited.、Yeah. I did. I was so excited the whole way. I felt like I was living vicariously through you.、Uh, for all the good stuff, I didn't have any of the swollen ankles or the pain, but I got, I got, I got the better end of that deal. Yeah. Okay. So let me go all the way back. I think I, it was May of last year when I、um, found I was pregnant. And then a couple weeks later, I went to the doctor and did like the, Initial ultrasound and everything, it was kind of、um, uneventful, I would say. Like, I barely i didn't even get like a photo to, to take home.、Um, my、uh, my gynecologist was like, Oh, yeah, you're pregnant, cool, you know, we'll see you back in three weeks or something like that.、Um, and it was just like a little speck, you know. And then I did mention to her that I felt That my belly was pretty bloated, and she's like, Oh, that's totally normal. I think I was like five five weeks or something, six weeks. Um, she's like, It's totally normal, like, you look fine, and then we'll see you later. And then a couple weeks later, when I went back, we were doing the ultrasound, they obviously are a little bit bigger on the screen, and for A few minutes she was kind of like she didn't <laughs> say anything, and then I saw on the screen there were like two little. Two little round dots, and I'm like, I don't know what that means. Maybe one is like the head, and one is like the belly because they weren't really on screen at the same time. So then, after a few minutes, she's like,、um, Do you want to guess what's happening right now? And I'm like, No, no, I'd rather you tell me.、Um, but I was like smiling, right? Because so she saw me, and she's like, Yeah, you're having twins.、And、I was like, Oh my gosh, that's like insane. And like, my husband wasn't even with me at that appointment because I was like, oh, it's just a routine checkup. It's nothing. Because he came with me to the first one. And then I'm like, I don't, I don't need you to go. It's fine. You got, you got work. It's, I'll just go by myself. And so, like, I came out、um, and then I called him like right away. I'm like, are you sitting down? And <laughs> guess what? <laughs> And he was like, No, what? Must be good news. And I'm like, Yeah, so how do you feel about、um, being a dad of two? <laughs> and he's like, No way. So I, it, I mean, I know we've talked about this, but 
is your initial response shock? Is it terror? Is it excitement? Is it a combination of all three of those? Um, I think it was like throughout the whole pregnancy, I was in shock. Like shock as in like I didn't didn't like really believe that I was pregnant with twins, you know? Like I know I can see my belly and then every subsequent doctor's visit, I could see them on screen, but then I'm just like I don't really like necessarily believe it, you know? And yeah. even after I could start feeling them, I'm like, how does that even happen? Like, I don't even have any history of twins on either side uh, of our family. Like, Nick has, um, I believe, like, grandparents kind of, uh, you know, that generation. There there were some twins, like one pair of twins. But it wasn't really, like, his, his grandma or grandpa or anything like that. Um, so I was just like, this is just kind of, like, abnormal. Like, this one, it's, it's like, so such a rare event why would it happen to me right so it was just like shocked the whole time and then even now when I go into the room and I see two of them I'm like how did I how how did that even work like I don't understand why do I have two everybody else has one and I'm just like why are there two of them I don't understand you you had to be extra I know, I know. I always said I wanted two kids and, you know, I'm all about, you know, getting things done efficiently, quickly. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know what? Let's just have twins. Let's just have one pregnancy, get it out of the way. And I even had um, one less month of pregnancy than a single baby because they were born at 36 weeks. So, hey. Right. So what? <laughs> what are what are the the statistical odds for identical twins? Okay. So I think we have to. Okay. This is like a like a lesson on twins, I guess. Um, but there are fraternal twins and there are identical twins, right? Um, but some fraternal twins can also be identical, and we'll get to that. <laughs> but <laughs> like I went my notebook. Yeah. Yes. I'm gonna have a pop quiz for you later. But fraternal twins means there are two sacs. So like two eggs are fertilized. And then an identical twin is um, one egg that's been fertilized. But then a few days later, uh, they were they split. So it's kind of like an abnormality, basically. Um, but I believe it's one in every thousand births um, are, for, are identical twins. So it's I think it's 0.3. 0.3 or 0.03 percent so that's insane i'm like mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you for coming to jen's twin ted talk yeah i'm like i hope i got that right i hope i like did not get the whole thing wrong and then some um some ob is gonna like type i mean like that that's completely wrong but i was that's gonna how say someone will correct you if that is not someone right will someone correct will correct me let so you if know. i'm wrong please do uh, yeah, so these, so for identical twins, they're not really based on any hereditary genes, um, because it's just kind of like a fluke, like it's not passed down. Yeah. Um, like if usually for fraternal twins, it's passed down on your mom's side. So if your mom had twins, then you're very likely to have twins and so on and so forth. That's it. I, I feel like one thing I've learned since you've had twins is just how many people are a twin, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's not necessarily something that comes into daily conversation, 
But as soon as, you know, because I tell everybody about the boys, I'm so excited about them. But as soon as they come up in conversation, it, there, I mean, there was someone at Target when I was getting them stuff that was like, oh, I'm a, I'm an identical twin. We've had some partners that have come to us and said, hey, I'm a twin too. And it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Because there's you don't a lot really of them think out about there. It. Yeah, there are definitely a lot. And they're all, always multiplied by two because, you know, they're twins. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> But there are more than you think, um, and now that I have twins, I've found more and more people around me that I meet. They're like, "Oh, I know somebody who was twins," or like, "I'm a twin," or "My mom's a twin," or something. I'm like, "Wow, that's, that's definitely a lot of twins out there." That's crazy. It, the The lady that I was speaking to, who was checking me out at Target, who was a twin, was very, very very excited to talk about it but she brought something up that I thought was really funny and I don't even know if I've shared this with you yet but she said that oh well those boys are going to get asked the same question that my sister and I get asked Mm -hmm. and people don't think about it when they ask it but everyone is always like oh what is it like being a twin and she said well I don't I mean I don't know any other I don't know any I've never known anything else and it's weird to think about that that was kind of eye-opening to me because they're going to get they're going to get looked at and people are going to ask them questions but it's just going to be normal to them. Yeah, I mean I we think about it all the time like my husband and I always discuss like what it's going to be like having twins like I'm always going to be I was just yesterday I was like you know people are going to know me as like the twins mom, right? Like if they go to school there's usually just a few pairs of twins or maybe one or two um in a class like uh, like a grade right and then i'm always going to be known as a twin mom they're always going to be known as the twins and you know sometimes when they're because i went to school with a boy girl twin and like we all knew they were twins but like they don't necessarily look exactly the same like you would think that they're brother and sister until you find out they're in the same grade and you're like oh you're twins right but like they're gonna look exactly the same um their whole life so i just like wonder what it's like for them and especially coming from me as like a single like a child like i didn't even have any brothers or sisters growing up so i was all alone and my my boys have like the exact opposite where they're always gonna have that you know best friend that's built in hopefully they're gonna be best friends they will <laughs> um, be yeah i think they will be because i think twins have like a little uh, like a connection that normal siblings might not have um so it's just like it's so fun to think about like all these scenarios and you know how they'll feel in the future and all that stuff so it's been fun right so what's what's uh this is very quickly taking the shape of an interview I'm sorry but (laughs) there there are questions that people are going to want to ask and I'm just trying to be that mouthpiece for Mm -hmm, them mm -hmm. yeah what uh what's your favorite part about being a human mom a human as um as opposed to a dog mom yes um there are so many similarities really um, I'll just talk about the similarities first so then I can maybe think about like what's uh, what's about like a human mom that I like more than a dog mom but um, I think what's like super fun lately has been like watching them grow and watching them like explore their surroundings for the first time because um, 
just like puppies, right? Like you can see them that they're like experiencing their own body and they can see things and they can see things that are further away or they're finding out that they can smile or, you know, when you're when your puppy is like finding out that they can bark for the first time, like all these things are just like, it's just so heartwarming to see um, that kind of stuff, you know? Um, So like that's been like the first time my boys um, smiled at me, like looking at me and smiling and not just like twitching. Like I was like, (laughs) I probably shed a tear, you know, it was just so cute. Um, Yeah. uh, I'm, and um it's been it's been fun but also been like super difficult like you know you remember getting bjorn and in the in the early days waking up so super early they had to go out every two hours like it's been like that um the boys doubled (laughs) yeah so the boys eat every three hours and you know starting from the hospital you know we would feed one and then burp it, make sure it's like fine. And then we would go to the other one and then burp and then make sure they're good. And then I would have to do my own, you know, like go to the bathroom and everything. And then when I got back, it's like 30 minutes until the next feeding starts. I'm like, what? Like, this is like a time suck. Like, where does the time even go? <laughs> I think I'm exhausted thinking about it. Yeah, it was insane. I don't think my husband slept for like the first 36 hours at all um, because it was just like constantly. And in the beginning when I was in the hospital, I had a C-section and I was in a lot of pain and couldn't get up and needed a lot of assistance going to the bathroom and and all that stuff. So it was like, it was insane. Like I was texting you throughout the whole thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I was like, don't have kids. Don't do you it here. Not. Okay, you, yeah, I didn't say that. You did not. <laughs> you were, you were a champ through all of it. I, you very rarely complained. You were honest, right? Like, you yeah, didn't, you no. didn't make it out to be glamorous, but I think uh, there's very little, very little complaining. Oh, really? Was, okay, that then I must have remembered things wrong. I must have complained a lot to myself. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I feel like you it's hard to it's hard to to make it make sense how it makes sense in my brain it didn't feel like unnecessary complaining right like yeah if you're in pain you're in pain that doesn't necessarily strike me as just being you know like I complain about a lot of things and most of them are pretty trivial I think that that was just you were you were relaying your experience yeah bad for you it didn't (laughs) want to maybe hold off on having kids for a little bit but then I met the boys and that changed don't (laughs) let my experience uh sway you because I mean I can understand it was you know New Year's Eve New Year's Day so and it was also a weekend so New Year's Eve last year was on um a Friday and then New Year's Day was Saturday so I had the boys Friday afternoon and then into Saturday and Sunday we didn't get the best care because I think a lot of people took time off so we had like a skeleton crew and and then you know with all the COVID restrictions um we couldn't actually leave our room like we stayed in that room for 72 hours like we couldn't go out it was kind of insane um so but yeah I made it through (laughs) you did it I felt like I couldn't I couldn't make it through those uh that first month that was that was pretty rough well I mean and I, yeah I 
I, I don't speak from experience, but it would it would make sense to me that that is the hardest because you're learning, right? Like mm-hmm. you yeah. you don't have to learn to have unconditional love for your children. That that's inherent, but you have to learn and you didn't even have to learn it with one. You had to learn it in tandem with two. Mm-hmm. So you're learning how to change diapers and how to hold babies and how to make sure they're the right temperature and how to make sure everything is good. And I mean, you can read all the books you want on this. You don't really yeah. learn until you're thrown into it. Yeah, that's for sure. And, you know, I didn't really have prepare myself. I mean, I, I read the books and I read up on an on how to kind of like create a schedule for myself. People say sleep when the babies sleep. I don't know how they do that because <laughs> uh, it's just everybody has their own routine, right? Yeah. And then when you have two babies thrown into it, it's, it's just a lot of communication, right? And then you have a partner. And I right now I also have a nanny. So it's kind of like who does what? And who does what when? And how can I help you? Um, that makes sense, right? Like, um, who's washing the bottles? Is everybody washing the bottles or do we designate one bottle washer? Um, you know, who gets up at at night and, you know, all these things and you have to like communicate with your partner and, um, it was lots. And I think like Nick and I really were, I I feel like we were kind of like in a war zone, um, the first like four days in the hospital because we didn't really have that much help from the nurses and it was just like no sleep, like, you know, enemies coming from all sides and we have these like (laughs) things that we have to keep alive and we don't know how. And it was just like, you just have to figure it out yourself. For, for anyone wondering too, that, that brief snippet of who's in charge of what and how can I help you do this is a perfect example of how Jen works <laughs> and Jen's work life is already coming into play in how she's managing the care of her children. I think that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's making yeah. me laugh. <laughs> that's, that's really funny because I'm always like before a project, I'm like, who's in charge? Who's the product <laughs> manager? Okay. Okay. If anything arises, who has the veto position? Like who has the veto power and, um, all that stuff. I'm like, what are the deadlines? <laughs> who's- what, just, what are the deadlines with the twins? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> there, it's just survival, just pure survival. <laughs> There's nothing. There's no deadline. There's no, hey, let's go to the park today. It's like, uh, no. <laughs> I'm oh, like, they're, they're breathing, they're alive, and my job is done. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so for all the dog moms out there that are listening that maybe don't have children yet or are pregnant or are really hoping to become pregnant, do you... Do you feel like being a dog mom prepared you in any way for having human children? Maybe not the birthing process, but having puppies. (laughs) Do you feel like you learned anything with bird that made you, I mean, that prepared you mentally even? I think so. I mean, you know, the people like we, we have puppies at the same time, right? We brought home puppies and they were really they were really young like eight nine weeks so they they were on like a very um strict schedule right like every two weeks you take them out to pee and make sure that um you know they don't pee in the house and things like that so that's kind of like what what babies are like you know you kind of like you keep to them to a schedule their bladders are very small 
their stomachs are very small so you have to be like um really on top of it right so i think it definitely prepared me and even when i was pregnant i will always think back you know it's it's okay it's it's just a period of time right um like with the dogs it's about four or five months i would say of you know that initial potty training phase (laughs) obviously (laughs) yes and then well you go into a new phase of like teething and like the teenage like um digging things up so you go into that phase so it kind of helped me when i reminded myself like this phase will also pass with the babies um probably not as fast um but it 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 did really like prepare me mentally um for it and you know people always ask me like how the dogs are doing with the the kids and you know they're doing really well i think in the beginning um we we um had really strict guidelines with the dogs like you don't touch the dog uh you don't touch the babies at all (laughs) babies dogs the same right don't touch don't touch the babies like don't come close you can sniff them but you can't you can't come too close right and then we we try to calm them down when they're in the same room as the babies so if they're like super excited or whatever they they went to another room or they went outside and then once they're able to calm down they can come in and sniff the babies so um it's kind of like a reward for them right if they're calm then you get to sniff these these cute things you know these toys (laughs) but one tip that we heard was um from the hospital bring home like a blanket that has your baby's smell and then bring that to your dogs before um, you let the dogs meet the babies. And that's what oh, we that's did. Oh, so smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we we had these two, like, swaddle blankets um, that we used to swaddle the babies in the hospital. And then when we went home, um, my husband took the the baby, uh, the, the blankets to the uh, a different room where the dogs were and i came home with the babies into like another entrance you know and he like greeted them so they were super excited and after they kind of like um calmed down a little bit then they got to sniff the blankets and play with that for maybe 30 minutes and then afterwards they met the babies and they were like fine and um so i think that really helped us kind of transition um, the babies into our household and now the dogs really love the kids I mean they're still very 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 careful I'll try to get some videos of them but they're so cute in that they're like always like creeping up towards the babies <laughs> and they don't and then if like they start crying or whatever birdie especially gets scared and like she runs away because she doesn't want to oh. hurt them or something and then the other day we were napping on the couch um, and then Birdie actually brought her blanket over and then put it on the baby and like Stop. nuzzled it and then left. Oh my gosh. She's so sweet. She's so sweet. I think, <laughs> I mean, your your dogs are already fantastic to begin with, but we have to share the photo of you and the boys with Kramer and Bernie because Kramer's face is is exactly how I imagine Bjorn will be when I have kids like what is this when does it leave but it it's funny because that's how he felt with Bernie 
originally and they love each other now yeah i think they just get used to like um sharing a space and sharing a routine and everything um but sometimes like i can see that when we're all you know together and we're paying attention to the boys um i i see birdie especially like looking at me from afar um and i and i try to like include them i'm always like good good job Brady. good girl and making sure that like i acknowledge her like hey we're paying attention here but we also see you right and then um as much as we can uh we also spend some one-on-one time with with the dogs too so and and we take them on walks every day and we don't bring the kids so um that's kind of like our dog time (laughs) that's i mean i think that's that's such solid advice though yeah yeah there's like you know people are always like oh here's my advice and here's my advice for having kids and stuff and like um what i learned is like there's like really no advice to get like i would not give a new parent any advice like the advice i would give is like you're you'll figure it out you'll be fine but there is no advice that people can give you that is like the best advice or it's gonna change your life or anything like that at least i don't think so so i mean it's just a matter of like you figuring out for yourself i hate to say that that's how it is we'll revisit this when i'm pregnant and jen has advice for me every single day i'm like you should do it this way and you should do it that way (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah i feel like uh just like with dog parents, there's there's gatekeepers everywhere. And I think that based on what I've seen, there's a lot of gatekeepers of motherhood. And it's just gross. Yes. Like, you have to be supportive. Try to help where you can. Don't, you know, give advice with the intention of helping someone, not trying to change how they do things. Yeah, I think a lot of people um, give advice not knowing your situation and like motherhood is something that's like so unique to each person right um so like people would give advice about breastfeeding or something and i'm like that like just hearing that that doesn't even make sense to me in my life right so there's just like so much um nuance involved in motherhood so um so i try to subscribe to the idea that like unless they're asking then i'm not gonna (laughs) say anything um i or i can be like hey like i have some advice would you like to hear it you don't have to like you know take it but um and uh, i i tend to like to hear advice from other twin moms too because i just feel like um not to sound like i'm a gatekeeper of motherhood too but (laughs) it's just like having single babies it's just not the same as having twin babies you know um yeah. and having like multiple kids is not necessarily like the same either like i would not really understand um people who have like a two-year-old and the baby like i yeah. think that i think that sounds much harder than having twins um yeah to be honest um but in the newborn phase like i feel like having twins is harder um, just because you you can't focus on one, like your your attention is always split. Um, yeah. So I tend to like advice from other twin moms just based on that regard, you know. And there are a lot of people who are like, oh, so I had twins that are I had kids that are like um, twelve months apart. So and I know exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, um, no, you don't. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think there's there's just different nuances across the board. Yeah, because I'm thinking like if you have a kid that's a little bit older and a newborn, then you kind of have to prepare for like both stages of life. Yeah. Right? Like if you're um you have a two-year-old and they're already eating snacks and everything you have to like when you go out you got to prepare that and then you have to prepare like the milk and the formula for the newborn whereas for me like i just prepared twice of like what's needed for the newborn right yeah so in that sense i think it's like easier so easier (laughs) it's i i don't think yeah like i mean i yeah, I just think it, it, it gets in, like, it touches that gray area where it's like, you know, like, what is easier? What is harder? It's just everyone has a different story. Although I will say twins sound a lot harder for me. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I, I know you're banking on twin girls coming from the Newman clan, <laughs> but I, twins, twins just sound terrifying. You made it look easy, but I, I I'm yeah, a I keep realist. telling you that I want, tw- I want you to have twin girls so they can be like BFFs. And then once I um, want to play like dress up or whatever, I'll just like come over to your house. And then when you're, when you want some like, you know, boy time, you can come over to my house. <laughs> you can do that with one girl. Okay, well, no, I'm not having any more kids. <laughs> no, I think if I have one girl, you could still come over for dress. Oh, time. yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. Okay, all right, okay. And okay. then when I need boy time, and I, I mean, it doesn't matter, boy or girl, everyone's getting leather jackets. That's like, I'm just waiting <laughs> for the boys to be old enough. I already know which ones I'm getting them. They're going to be so oh, cute. Oh, wow. Well, you already got the band, their first band t-shirts um, right. and jean jackets, so we're just waiting until we're big enough to 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 fit in those they're a little it'll be a while but i had to at least get it so that their first band shirt came from me it wouldn't <laughs> um, be right they're, otherwise they're already like they heard about us so they're like drinking a lot of milk right now they started at less than like one uh percentile um with like height weight and length and all of that and now they're i think they're like 50th percentile so they're growing like really really fast they're doing really well for That's twins amazing yeah, because so they want to they want to fit into the to the jackets. I heard. I like I like I like count down the days till I see them next. Like, all right, when am I seeing them? It's in my calendar with big hearts. <laughs> they're just the cutest things. I can't handle them. They're they're getting very very cute now, and now they can start um, smiling and laughing, and it's just a little more rewarding now, right? Because when they yeah. can smile at you, you're like, oh, they love me. Whereas before, <laughs> and it was just like, poop food now like um (laughs) they have kind of different personalities too um and in the beginning um roman was very like he's like i'm you know i'm the stronger brother and i want food now and i just wake up and i want food now and and then with august like he's a little more chill and um he could wait a little bit but but recently, I think they've kind of flipped. So it's been oh. interesting to kind of um, compare them. Um, yeah, I wonder how my boys are going to feel in the future when I keep comparing them. So maybe <laughs> I shouldn't. I don't know. They were, there both, any... they were both really good when I saw them. I mean, they had just been fed, so they were in food colors. Yeah, they were, but... they were at their best. So I mean, even at the hockey not... game, they were great. Yeah, that's true. Hockey game. Speaking of hockey game, 
Speaking of, well, I don't, are we, are we done talking about your twin story? Are we? I feel well, like we're it's... never going to be done. <laughs> yeah, we can always come back to the twins. I'm sure we'll talk about them in the future. Well, I think but, we, yeah. Be- before we segue, I think we should take a moment because you and I have noticed that even though we've been gone, we've gotten a lot more followers. Mm-hmm. We see you guys. We see your messages. We see your DMs. And we did want to say thank you for for following us and for catching old episodes and for waiting so patiently for this one and welcome really i think we're a good time (laughs) i think we are yeah i know i was telling you i was like oh my gosh we're getting a lot more followers and more dms but like i'm huge and i can't i can't log in i don't i don't have the capacity to do it and you're like don't worry about it we'll be back (laughs) when we're back and so um now we're back yeah and uh i will say that I wasn't huge, so I didn't have that excuse. I wasn't <laughs> pregnant for not responding to DMs. But I've been busy on the Zippy Paws front. My updates aren't as cute as Roman in August, but uh, Zippy Paws has been doing some big things. Mm-hmm. Huge Honestly, things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huge. huge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, last summer, we signed on as the official dog toy of the Los Angeles Kings which is the local hockey team for those of you who are not familiar. Um, it was a, it was a, it was a big deal for me for two reasons. It took us a long time to, to sign that deal and to get everything going. COVID played a, a fun role in that. But I, I also grew up loving hockey. I grew up going to Kings games and my, my parents have been huge Kings fans since before I was born. I'm fairly certain I was conceived after a Kings game. Um, so to, to see it kind of come full circle, but we've done so many fun things with them, right? We had the 5k we did, we've done a lot of local events. We took over what formerly was the Staples center. We gave out 18,000 donuts to, uh, to the people at the game last Thursday, actually. But that was, that was a huge partnership for us. That's ongoing, that led into NASCAR. We've done some local NASCAR events. We just recently announced that we're working with Daniel Suarez, who is a Cup Series driver, who we found through NASCAR is a huge animal lover, a huge animal fan. And just, yeah, we've we've been very, very lucky to be able to do so many great things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have so many new things coming in the pipeline. It's just like, it's it's so exciting you know like this is like the part of like our jobs that that we love you know um and it's like crazy to see like our logo huge in still call it staple center right okay cri- okay crypto.com crypto. 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 Arena. arena okay why is it I not crypto.com it. center like why do they have to change like the center to the arena too it's just so it's so jarring that's a good question. We should try to find the answer to that. Bergen, if you're listening to this, do you know? <laughs> Just <laughs> me assuming know. everyone listens to our podcast. Yeah. Well, we have met people through work and they're like, oh, we've heard your podcast. I'm like, really? I'm like, oh, hopefully I didn't say anything like. <laughs> right. It, it it definitely made us more self-aware. <laughs> when I'm like, okay, maybe I'm like cross that episode off the list delete that delete that (laughs) just don't just don't yeah no and i 
yeah, we've got a lot of really cool partnerships coming up that we can't talk about just yet. Um, some cool toys coming down the pipeline where we've been working with a couple different new rescue partners that we're, you know, currently in the process of kicking things off with. So a lot of really great things for Zippy Paws. Um, a, I, we haven't even had the chance to salute Grant. So the, the OG Dog Mom podcast listeners will remember Grant, who was our, our assistant marketing manager at the time, who did all of our editing. We'd often reference him during recording because he would be the one to edit out anytime mm-hmm. we messed yeah. up. He, he has gone on to wonderful, amazing things. He is no longer with Zippy Paws, but he's still editing our podcast. So he's still, uh, he's still there. We can always give Grant his shout outs. Um, say hi to him in the comment section whenever you can. But yeah, we, we miss him very much, but we're very proud of him. We are very proud. Um, he uh, is pursuing his goals to, um, I, I, I don't even know like what he wants to do. It's something to do with numbers and reports and statistics. He wants to do statistics for the LA Dodgers. So my okay. LA, so my LA sports people, if you are out there and you need a, a numbers guru, I got you. We got you. Okay, we're we're gonna work DMS. on that for him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like a, a lot of a lot of really amazing things, and I think you'll see a lot of that come through in Dogmon podcast as well. We've got the plan to do more consistent episodes, which I think uh, is going to be a lot easier now that my my co-host is is somewhat it's back here. I mean, you're you're still you're still doing the mom thing, and I think that definitely will always take priority, but we want to get more consistent episodes. We want to have more guests. I think with, with our partnerships with the LA Kings and with NASCAR, that opens up the door to get, you know, some of those people on to come and talk to us, whether they are dog mom, dog dad. We, you know, we love the dog dads too. And we'd love to hear what you guys would want to see or hear Mm -hmm. or learn about or talk to what, what would you like to see the dog moms do next? And I would not be sad if someone said go to Bali, right? Oh. Like if the if the followers want us to go to Bali to I record, it's a work expense, huh? Who are who are we to say no? Yeah, I'm like, do you guys want to hear more about the twins? I don't know. I feel like um, yes. I feel like everybody loves hearing about them, but I mean, I'm not gonna talk about it if people are like, we don't want hear about them we want to hear more about dogs (laughs) well i i i'm gonna talk about them even if you're not so sorry guys if you're listening to this and don't want to hear about the twins on top of all of our dog mom shenanigans you're gonna be out of luck it is what it is but we i have some exciting news that i'll save for another episode too regarding some philanthropy work and some charities that are upcoming that might possibly involve some of our previous guests too. Oh, we interesting. Easter egg. You I'm like, know. do I, do I even know about this? You're a good actress. You absolutely know. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for sharing your story, Jen. I think, mm-hmm. uh, I'm just, I'm still so in awe of what you've been able to do. I think I've always looked up to you as a female entrepreneur, as as a boss and someone who is just steadfast and able to get stuff done. And I have an even greater appreciation for you seeing you go through 
being pregnant and becoming a mom and still staying true to who you are. I think uh, you're just becoming an even better version of yourself. And I know that I know that you're, you know, you're worried that people are only going to remember you as the twin mom. And that is <laughs> that is a part of your legacy. But that is definitely not the only thing people are going to remember you for. That's so. funny. I always have like these um, fears. I'm like, what if like my identity is like gone and I'm not going to have a life anymore and I'm just going to be the twin mom. And um, Oh, God. <laughs> and then I won't be able to travel like I did before and I'm just going to be at home. Boo-hoo me. <laughs> <laughs> what did I unleash? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like I feel um that i just kind of like take all the challenges with the same kind of mindset as i've always have and you know twins schwins like hey twins, i got it i <laughs> um, needs to be the next shirt you, you know because i read somewhere and i read this when i was pregnant um and like i had a full-on like crying bawling sesh after this i I wasn't super even emotional during my pregnancy but um i i I read this and i was like gone you know and it it was some it was uh uh let me try to remember it it said like and i'm not even religious but um it says god wouldn't have given you twins if he didn't think that you would be able to handle them and I was like, you know what? You're right. I can't yeah. handle twins. Like, why Why would I be given twins if, like, I couldn't be a good twin mom, right? Like, it's just like, of course. Of course that I would have twins. So um, that really resonated with me. So I agree with it. Yeah. I mean. I, ag- I agree with that statement. Hmm. You, give, you give me hope that... Uh, when I have children, I'll still be able to continue working and be taken seriously and respected as as a woman outside of a mom, right? I think being a mom is such a high honor, but I think that sometimes it can get eclipsed and and you lose you lose that identity. And I think it mm-hmm. you're a good example of it just became part of who you are and not the only thing that you are. So thank yeah. you for giving me that. <laughs> of course. And I think uh, everybody is different. Like a lot, some people when they have kids, like they want to be um, a stay-at-home mom. Like they want their their work and their life's legacy to be, you know, um, teaching their kids and 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 staying home and all that. And I think that's. I think what, before when I heard like being a mom is like the hardest job, I would be like, Psh, I don't know. Like, why would that be that hard? Is I told you. And then I was like, and then now I'm like, dang it, it is a hard <laughs> job. Like I can, I can do, you know, this thing all day, right? Like do what I do as if you pause and it's, it's hard, but like I've been doing it a long time and I know how to do it well. Um, but with the mom thing, I'm like, oh gosh, I don't even know what to do. And like, can I be better at it? I don't even, yeah. I don't even know. It's like, like I, I was, just... I was, I was telling you this this morning. Cause you were saying you think you're so much better at all of the other things, but you've been doing it for at least half of your life. Right. Yeah. Like you've yeah. always had that hustle. You've always had that drive to work and I think you're already a much better mom than you give yourself credit for, but it's, it's only going to get better. You're only going to learn more. Yeah, you're right. You told me this morning that like, I've only been a mom for 
for almost two two months three months so i'm gonna get better at it i'm like yeah you're yourself some grace (laughs) you're right it's i mean some of it comes like naturally right like um you just you're just like put into that situation so of course like you learn to adapt but definitely with like how to teach them things Um, and i think about this often right like how am i supposed to to teach them how do i make sure that they're not they're they become like good members of society and they're not like you know crazy or whatever like how do i teach them that and that starts in the beginning so i'm like oh no like should i start now like what do i do with them now i think the fact that you're worried about this already means that they're gonna have a fighting chance (laughs) i don't know what if i'm like a tiger mom and then i don't let them like have sleepovers uh, with their friends and then i mess them up for life i don't know (laughs) like I feel like that's a subtle dig at me because I'm a tiger mom with my dog. So we're just going to move on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I, I just just like before kids like this was never really thought about it too much. But like now it's like this is what keeps me up. And people are like, oh, sleep when your, your babies sleep. I'm like, I can't. My brain I'm too busy worried about off. breaking them. <laughs> yeah, I'm too worried about like, you know, doing something wrong when they're like really young they end up being like serial killers or something so (laughs) i don't even know what to say to that oh so yeah that's the the mom brain needs to shut off for a little bit jen's worried about creating the next tinder swindler (laughs) the and the next anna delvey that'll be me (laughs) that'll that'll be my luck (laughs) Well, they'll be well-dressed for sure. That's true. I mean, in prison, but well-dressed, which I mean, I guess, what, what more could you ask for? Oh, gosh. All right. Well, if you want to boop that follow button, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Dog Mom Podcast and on our website at www.zippyplaws.com backslash Dog Mom Podcast. Woohoo. And we'll be back soon, hopefully. Two weeks. Let's give it two weeks. If we're back in one, that's great. Okay, okay. Let's give our goal of two weeks. Okay. All right. Bye, Bye, everybody.